Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. K. Think she Beyonce. <laughs> Dead ass. I was in that hoe. Stockholm, Sweden, that was for the first show. Maybe. <laughs> Dead ass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Dead ass starts right now. This episode is dedicated to I'm still smiling. My queen. <laughs> Do you see me over here? Yo, I yo, I got so much Beyonce stuff to, to tell y'all about this girl. I, I, have I ever told y'all about how she refused to talk to Beyonce when we was at the studio <laughs> opening? I'll tell y'all that, but that's not what we talk about today. <laughs> First thing we're gonna do. I didn't refuse to talk to Beyonce. I just got cold feet. <laughs> you refuse to talk to her. Yo, I'm I'm All not right. even, I'm not gonna jump to that story. I'm All gonna right. let you we do got your a thing. Stories gonna today. gonna Today's let... gonna be a fun episode, yes, y'all, because we're just episode. recapping the opening show for the Renaissance tour in Stockholm, Sweden, and how I got there. Yes, how All you right, got y'all. there. All right, y'all. So, getting my hair done at home. Deval is in Toronto filming. Yes. And um, my girl Essence, shout out to Essence, for putting in my faux locks because I was getting ready to go to Cabo. Uh-huh. And actually, no, she was taking out my faux locks yes, she was taking because out I locks. returned from back. Cabo. Yes, that's what it was. So she's taking out my faux locks and Deval and, you know, he calls me and he's just like, Kay, Kay. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? You know, um, TP is about to call you. Make sure you answer mm-hmm. your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to ask you if you want to go to Sweden. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, he's going to ask you if you want to go to Sweden. Just make sure you just say yes. <laughs> so just this is, this is a funny story. I had sent Tyler a video of you doing the Cuff It Challenge, I believe, when we were on vacation. 
you had the whole catamaran for oh, Sharice's. Oh, I did. Yes, for Sharice's 40th I did. birthday. And I, I didn't even know you did him. that. <laughs> and he was just like, he was just like, your wife loved Beyonce that much, and I had told him the story. Oh, right? okay. So that's how it ended up. And then I'm wondering so. if y'all know the actual Beyonce story for us years ago. So we're going to have to unpack a, yeah, lot a lot in this episode. And all there's, right, a, y'all? there's a lot of six degrees of separation because that story also includes Tyler Perry. So. Does, it does. Yes, You're right. Does, You're yeah. right. So he said, you better answer your phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, got you. Copy. So I'm still thinking DeVal's probably delusional because he's been on set for like 16 hours at this point up in Toronto. It's day maybe 42 for him. I'm like, yeah, he's <laughs> over it. I'm like, Tyler's not about to call my phone. I looked down at my phone. I missed a call from Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shoot. So he texted me shortly after and pretty much was just like. Hold on, which is crazy to me because you always have your phone on you. You always miss the important calls that I'm sending through to you. Always. I call her, she missed the call. Always. Tyler tell me he going to call her, you missed the call. But you I always missed, have your phone on. I missed the call. The phone was on my lap and I, I probably didn't feel it vibrate or whatever. So um, then I get a text message from him pretty much just like. You got about one more time before I call you and you not answer your phone when I call you. So I was just like, oh, shoot, let me call him back. So I called him back and I said, bro, you know I'm over here playing single mom because your boy's up in Toronto filming. Left me with these kids for six weeks. I don't know if I'm coming or going or what day it is. So you have to forgive me for not answering the first phone mm-hmm. call. So we laugh and we chit chat, catch up for a little bit. Um and he's like, yeah, there's a, a rumor going around that Beyonce is going to be performing in Stockholm, Sweden uh, next week. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a rumor. So I'm starting to sweat at this point now. <laughs> right. Because the downstairs, it was freezing. I had the AC on because I was taking my hair out. You didn't believe and, me. Bruh, I'm sweating me. at this point. So I was like, yeah. And he was just like, yeah, I mean, if you're available with something, we could roll out or, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I was like, well, just roll out. if the rumor happens to be true, keep me in the loop. Just roll That's pretty out. much what I said. And yeah. Um, and before I knew it, I was on a plane, not a plane, his mm-hmm. plane to Stockholm. So this is the crazy part. Wild. He, he called me first and he was just like, yo, how would you feel if your wife went to Sweden to go see Beyonce? And I was like... <laughs> Like, what you got how I feel? Please. It's, Please take It's her. the week before Mother's Day. Like, yo, like, give her something to smile about. She's been with them kids by herself for almost six weeks now. Do her. Please mm-hmm. save her. And he was like, no, nah, I'm just calling, you know, to make sure it's appropriate. Nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, T-Man, go ahead. Like, do, yeah. do your thing. I think she would enjoy it. That and was he, sweet of him. Yeah, he told me he had know. a group going, but he knew that you loved Beyonce. And I didn't know that he knew that's how thoughtful, that I loved that's Beyonce. How but that just, is, that's like, a that's small how, yeah. testimony to how amazing this man is and thoughtful because here I didn't even think he still remembered me. But nah, no, he, that's true. We we have developed a really cute relationship. Yeah. So yeah, y'all, I was in that hoe. Stockholm. So, question, no matter if I got to ask this question when we come back. All right. Karaoke back. time. Because listen, I've been humming and singing Beyonce oh since we got God, back. Yo. Literally, I told you, I told Val back in 2022 when the year ended, I said, all right, I think we could put the Cuffet Challenge to rest at this point, right? <laughs> I think it's fair to say that we've all had our fair share of the Cuffet Challenge. However, the minute she announced that there was a tour coming up, I said, oh, baby, we're going to have to crank that shit back up. <laughs> so I made sure I still had my one, too. So I was on the plane and everything. We were practicing and all that good stuff. I had TP practicing and whatever. He left me hanging. You left me hanging now. We got to see it. Beyonce <laughs> in America now. 
So that way we can actually look, do the cuffing look, challenge together. This is evidence but, that um, is never enough. It is never that's enough. That's not it. That's not it. I'm just saying he owes me the cover challenge. But um, I owe but you no. anything. The man took you on a private jet to Sweden. No, I'm saying because and we y'all practiced. saw two Beyonce shows, and now you talking about some you owe me. No, this is, this is proof. You just owe me the cover challenge together with me simultaneously. <laughs> five, six, ready, and together. Bop. Bop. It's that's never it. enough. That's it. You can even come do it at my doorstep and I'd be satisfied. We don't even go. We don't have to got to go see the show again. Um, but no, we have a lot of uh, songs that we could pick. But I'm yeah. going to sing one in particular that has been a staple, I think, for this show. Karaoke time. Okay, baby, there's like a whole... I can tell y'all about the whole, like, all the songs that she sings. I can pull one from the show. <laughs> but I feel like at this point, you know, since this is Deadass Podcast and Beyonce essentially wrote a song for us and for me this was the song that <laughs> i came song? out to Beyonce at every you. live show if you came to a live show this mm-hmm. last leg and even back in uh what was it august or september when we did two shows yes this the yeah august yeah yeah in august yeah. so if you were at any of these shows you knew that this was the song mm-hmm. right Go ahead. You I'm nervous? So excited. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. not nervous. I'm not sad. Um, but the funny thing is, I, I there's not really a song part to it. It's I'm that girl, but um, she says I'm dead ass, dead ass. I'm in that hoe. <laughs> so that's why you kept saying that dead ass the whole time you yeah. was in Sweden. It's not the diamonds. It's not the pearls. Oh man. I'm that girl. Oh man. I'm that girl. Yes. I would help you sing that, but I'm not singing I'm that girl. These I'm just motherfuckers not doing ain't stopping me. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. I have a question. You could pick up that part. I well, I just I just gotta know. Like, what mm-hmm. is it about Beyonce that makes you women go crazy? Like, what is it? She's an amazing performer. It's the performance for me. If I could see Beyonce in concert all the time, that's what I would do. Yeah. All the time. Like, just do that, sis. I, I'm not. I don't need to buy your products. I don't need to you buy none of your. Nope. I just want to watch you perform over and over again, <laughs> and that's just it. And I'm gonna play your album on repeat, and I'm gonna support in that way. But that is it for me, Beyonce, the performer. Yeah, I've never Period. seen my wife act like this. You, you are acting Period. like how Jackson would act if he met Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. <laughs> that's how <laughs> you acting right now. Essentially, yeah. I mean, she's she's bomb. She's fly. Everything that they've been able to do with Beyonce and her image and just keep her so pristine. I love that. It's aspirational for me. I rock and with I it. And in my next lifetime, I'm going to sing and dance just like that. So be uh, careful. You can sing and dance now. Why you got to wait till your next lifetime? Sing? Did you just hear karaoke? Go on the leotard. Go in that room and go, I'm on that hoe. <laughs> Dead ass. I'm that girl. I'm that girl. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. These, these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. <laughs> Then we're going to take a break and we'll be right Bruh, back. Bro, y'all like my shirt too? Mm. She's been wearing that shirt for two weeks. She ain't never washed it because she wore up. that shirt in the Beyonce. You see it got makeup stains Shut on the collar. Look, That's for putting zoom it on in, just now. Zoom into that. She got makeup That's stains. That's because I put it on after the fact. She ran to put that shirt on so fast. I didn't did. even Look, look. Did messed it, the shirt up. It swiped my makeup too? It's why the little how bit my of makeup. Look. It's all right. How your, my face look all right. Your face looks great. Looks y'all great. know I don't give a damn no how, so. <laughs> anyway, let's go pay these bills. Yes. And we'll be back. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. 
That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs, classic clogs, and sandals have both covered. When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day. I mean, ultimately... You can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here, they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful, cushion. That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs Classic Clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. So we're back. All right, we're back, y'all. So let's let's dive in. Out of time. Let's dive in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. First, we have to talk about this connection. Beyonce, you, <laughs> me, Tyler Perry. All right. Um, first and foremost, in 2012, 
is when the big argument happened with Kadeen and I yes. on that clip that went viral on the Sherry Shepard show. Oh, yeah. So it was on yes, the Sherry Shepard show. I Sherry couldn't Shepard remember show. if you told it at a podcast show or what, what no, it was. No, it was the Sherry Shepard show. Yes. About Kadeen going <laughs> crazy because, and y'all probably heard it too because I did also do, told that story in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I told the story in LA after you came out. That's what it as was. Beyonce. Dressed so as Beyonce. You surprised me. Patreon you gang. Y'all yeah, probably see that if you signed up. But um, I couldn't get these tickets for Beyonce for the Beyonce tour in 2012, and that was because Kadeen had ran up the credit card, <laughs> and we was broke, and I didn't have the money to get the tickets. <laughs> broke, broke. So yeah. fast forward to 2019, we're at the Tyler Perry Studio opening here mm-hmm. in East Point. And we're walking down this red carpet, and to our right is Diddy. Um, wasn't Ludacris? It, it was, was Diddy. Oh, Diddy! It mm-hmm. was Ludacris. Uh, Ti was there, yes. and they were all looking around. It was just like, "Yo, this is crazy!" Because the studio opening was ridiculous. It was like Black Excellence on a thousand. It was that a three hundred yard red carpet, fifty six yards wide of a night. But to our left, oh my gosh! To our left was Jay Z and Beyonce. Ciao. And <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn, so you already know what Jay-Z means to me. <laughs> K loves Beyonce. It's a lot of noise going on over there. Tribble was hitting, playing with toys over there earlier. Now she's slamming <laughs> bottles on the floor. Coda's the, over Dakota's there yelling. In the background. I don't know if y'all hear he's all this. He's talking to Siri. It's he, an event for He's definitely morning. talking to Siri. <laughs> but um, I look over and I say, yo, K, there goes Beyonce. K doesn't even turn her head that direction. And she goes, I know who's over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo. I know who's over there. You gotta go talk to Beyonce. She's like, I can't talk to Beyonce. I can't talk to Beyonce. I'm just like, yo, just go talk to Beyonce. Like, and she's like, fine, you go talk to Jay-Z. So I'm like, fine. I'm gonna go holler at Hove real quick. So I walk over to Hove, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what's up, man? He was like, What's up? And I was just like, Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn too, you know what I'm saying? Grew up in Flatbush. She was like, Oh, that's what's up. This is nice. This is very, very nice. What Tyler's doing for everybody. This is very nice. So I was like, Yup. So I look back over. Kay's still standing where I left her. Beyonce, nowhere in sight. <laughs> so I said, I'll be right back, Hove. I'll be right frozen. back. I go back. I said, what happened? She was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. It was Beyonce. I can't do it. I'll catch you next time. I was she like, yo, you She did say my punk. dress was pretty, though. That's the one interaction we had. She said your dress was yeah, pretty? she was like, your dress is nice. I was like, thanks. And you didn't even... <laughs> You, just didn't, you probably didn't that even That was say, my end, right? You probably didn't even say thanks. You probably was just staring at Right. Like, in my mind, I said thanks, but I might have just froze. That's probably why I was standing there by myself. <laughs> yes. So the funny thing is, I told Tyler that story. Did you? I did tell Tyler that story. <laughs> and he was laughing. Because he know knows he was how much of a personality you have. Right. So he was just like, like, Kadeem froze? I'm like, yes. Kadeem froze. So then when I sent him the video, uh-huh. and then he called me back. And I sent him the video like months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I sent him the video in 2022. Right. Then when he called me about it, I was just like, oh, this is definitely going to be a thing. And like I, I said this in a bunch of interviews, like Tyler has become more like a mentor than just an employer. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows that I have a lot of stuff going on with the podcast tours, the Patreons, the book tours, all the things that he has done as mm-hmm. a media mogul. He's watched me, you know, have successes in these areas. So he helps yeah. me, you know, through those things. So our relationship is not just, you know, boss employee mm-hmm. you know it, the, your boss and your employer employee it's more like yo mm-hmm. you're trying to do these things and get to this level in life for sure i can help you i can do this so we yeah. built that type of relationship so no, it's great and he speaks the same kind of life into me as well too yeah. which i'd really appreciate and i really don't take for granted the times and the moments that we've had like along with him where we can just really mm-hmm. 
um, just learn. Learn, yeah. And um, I'm literally like a sponge in those moments, just listening to his wisdom. And mm-hmm. um, he's what an awesome, awesome human. Yeah. Like, he's a really great human. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, after the whole Sherry Shepard thing, uh-huh. now <laughs> Kadeen got to actually go to the Beyonce concert. But not only just go, she had to fly in style. There was a car came, picked her up, mm-hmm. took her to the private airport. She got on a private jet with mm-hmm. a couple other people. Yeah, we had a dope and crew with us, too. Yeah, Our crew, crew was really, really fun. Um, it was a dope crew. We had a good time. I mean, just there. Yeah. Um, you know, Stockholm is a beautiful... I mean, that city is probably one of the cleanest yeah. I've been to ever. Like, it looks mm-hmm. like they power wash the floors every night. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was great because during the day, of course, we got to walk around. We got to mm-hmm. shop. And not only did we get to see the show... For the first night, which was the opening night, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, we can just stay for like the second night. So we didn't even know that he had shows or tickets for both nights. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Back to back shows. Crazy. Um, So it was an insane time, y'all. Insane time. Um, Got ready. Uh, Eva called me last minute and was like, hey, we we're wearing all black to the... <laughs> To the concert I was like girl Way to let me know this now As I'm literally packing For us to go away mm-hmm. um, So we were in all black Trying to make it a vibe Mr. Perry was in white And it was it was dope We had a really good time um, It was great to see B Back on stage After not seeing no, her this For isn't the a first while A while You've been to a Beyonce So I've been to a Beyonce concert Yeah I've been yeah. to two of them actually my, mm-hmm. my, my best friend Tiffany Had taken me a couple mm-hmm. years back I forget which one that was But we were in the Beehive so funny story with this one now. Mm-hmm. So I've had all these like micro moments with Beyonce that I feel like at some point it's going to be in a moment mm-hmm. where homegirl's going to be like sitting on the couch with me somewhere. <laughs> We're going to be chilling. Like that's where it's going to be, be eventually. <laughs> it's going to be there eventually because I've had so many micro moments with her. That's how I'm going to be. Shut up. Y'all listening. Y'all can't see me. I'm frozen. You Can you hear my, <laughs> y'all, can y'all hear me froze? Bruh. So <laughs> Tiffany is like, yo, I have tickets where we can either be mm-hmm. in the seats or we can be in the hive. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hive me. <laughs> hive me. Because on her stage, if you've been to Beyonce's show, she always has the hives on either side. Like the mm-hmm. left and the right of the stage. So we were stage left at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm in there. And this was shortly after her hair got caught in the fan. Do we mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah, yes, I don't know don't if you remember know. it. Because yeah. You don't be knowing. But, um, what you mean? I be knowing? You don't be knowing all the Beyonce tea. But anyway, her hair had gotten caught in the fan. Because you know Beyonce is known for having her fan. Yo, y'all see the disrespect I got to deal with, though? <laughs> I don't be knowing the tea. Yo, you can't tell a Beyonce fan nothing about Beyonce. They claim to know everything. Like, I just I wasn't sure she if was you were the in edge of the fan, edge of the stage going like this. And her, fan got, her hair got caught in the fan. I knew that. I knew that. You gonna stay in my Thank camera? You. I knew that. Thank why, you. Why are you gonna stay in my camera? You could have said that in your camera. I you, knew that. Bring my camera back Thank over you. here. Let me finish my story. So yeah, so this was shortly after <laughs> her hair got caught in the fan, and I had actually I had my curly weave in, kind of like this, mm-hmm. right? It was a middle part situation going on. I was like, yes, yeah, I was giving Beyonce vibes with the hair and whatnot, and I'm literally standing close to one of her stage fans. So let me guess, you put your hand in the fan so you can be like her? The actual fan, right? So I'm getting some of the residual <laughs> wind and I'm having my own moment over there because I'm just like, clearly, like I'm Beyonce in this moment as I'm watching her. That's Beyonce, wind fan. Uh, that's it, Everybody exactly. don't get that. No, exactly. And I'm like, is it like pulling the crossover wind from Beyonce to me? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? So we're in the hive or whatever and she comes over to the hive now because she's interacting with the hive. Uh-oh, uh-oh now. And I have my 
here. Okay, baby. So it's just the hair is flowing. And I'm like, oh my God, girl. She reaches down mm-hmm. to me, grabs my hand and says, sis, you better watch your hair on that fan. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And Kneen passed out. She spoke to me. She spoke to me. And I was fine for the rest of the show. She grabbed my hand and was like, girl, you better watch your hair on that fan. Like she said it in the mic Beyonce too. Beyonce touched your hand? She touched my hand. And you never washed that hand Since ever again. Then. Mm-hmm. Sticky ass St- hand. <laughs> I knew there was a reason why that hand was sticky. Shut up. Don't wash your hand. Nasty. You're so stupid. Just nasty. But yeah, that was a moment where I was just like, oh shoot. So I had been to that show before and then there was another show I had been to. I want to mm. say it was at the Barclays Center or Madison Square Garden. I don't mm. believe it. But it was when we were in New York. Um, so I finally feel like I was able to slowly redeem myself mm. over the years after you so blatantly told me that you were going to not let me go to that show in Brooklyn. After I so blatantly told you or after you so blatantly didn't pay the credit card bill I that we didn't have the money the for the credit card. For those of y'all who have not heard the story yet. Yo. I was making payments on the credit card. He $60. said to pay more than the minimum. <laughs> if the minimum is $39 and I pay $60, to me it's giving more than the minimum. Yo. Okay? Yo. It's not my fault that the interest rate was was Wow, crazy. Yeah, that's, it's terrible. You we're supposed to be speaking to people about financial literacy. That is not how financial literacy Guy, works. Guys, this is also <laughs> Kadeen, um, postpartum, depressed after Jackson. This is what year now? 2011. This is Beyonce's 2012. This 12. is a Beyonce fanatic. There's no listen, they are so okay, delusional. So maybe I wasn't rational. They are so delusional that she expected me <laughs> to find a way to get these tickets, although she had spent the money for the tickets. I, I was supposed know to find that a way. We were planning for the Beyonce tickets. If I had known, then I would have put a little bit more on the minimum. <laughs> oh, so Fine, that, that would have been the reason you put more on the minimum. But tell me. For the Beyonce tickets, not because it's just responsible. That was a sacrificial learning moment because in that moment now, I had to then, at, in that moment, it clicked to me. <laughs> what clicked? That you wasn't seeing financial Beyonce? Financial literacy. <laughs> oh, that's what it was? Yes. Beyonce that's what did it for taught me. you financial Yeah, she taught literacy. me a lesson. You taught me a lesson. <laughs> On how to be a little bit more. <laughs> yo, yo, Beyonce get credit for everything. Beyonce uh, no, get credit for everything. It was a group. It was a group effort between you. She and don't her. get no credit for that. I had to pay that bill off. But I'm sorry. Listen, I love Beyonce too. I love Jay Z. But you're not getting credit for for <laughs> me paying the credit card bill that she ran. No, up. I'm talking about my mindset at that point. I was just like, oh shoot, like this was something that I really wanted to do that I could not do because I did not have a way to do it because I was not being fiscally responsible. Now I'm being fiscally responsible. If I could think about a moment in time where the tides turned for me, that was it. That was the moment. I, 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 I'll receive that. But I'm glad you brought that up because since we're talking about being fiscally responsible, uh-huh. I got a bone to pick with FedEx Field. Okay? Oh, oh I got that a part serious too. bone to pick with FedEx that Field. Part so listen to this. I know it was in the news. They've been talking about this. Before you did this, can I tell you something real quick? Go ahead. So I had done a TikTok video, right, mm-hmm. of me acting as if I was texting Tyler Perry to say, I'm going to need the vow to get <laughs> yes. a raise and some time yes. off so I can yes. get these tickets. I sent tickets. him that video Did too. you? Yes. 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 Oh, so I didn't know. So pretty much you had me all set up in this. Because when he hit me, I was like, how does he even know that I like Beyonce like that? I didn't even know like what the deal was. Now you posted on TikTok. I did post it on TikTok. And I had posted it on my Instagram I remember. feed. And I tagged him in it. Oh, and I sent it I to see, him. And he was laughing. He was laughing. Yeah. Was laughing. So I'm just like, listen, this is what we got to do. So after doing that, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I was really like hoping to get some tickets. And then we fell into this situation that DeVal is going to explain to y'all now. Yeah. So... You know how they say these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. These, no, these motherfuckers have stopped us. They stopped us. 
It is over. Dead ass. Yo, dead ass. Dead ass. So the day the tickets came out, we were on tour, right? My driver said, it was just like, yo, he from D.C. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, I got an in with FedEx Phil. I got box seats because I'm a season ticket holder. I can get the Beyonce tickets. I'm like, say less. In that moment, like, we were literally in the green room about to go on to the Today about Show. About to go on to the Today Show, right? That so I'm like, how much is the box seats? He goes, $20,000. I said, oh, man. <laughs> So I'm like, man, say it. Like, the fuck? Right? You started blinking like that, yeah, too? Yeah, I was blinking because I almost had a stroke just thinking about all that money to go see Beyonce. I was like, okay. Because it was a box that held 10, 10 seats. 10 so seats. So I was like, okay, so if I, if I invite 10 people and it's going to be food and drinks, it's going to be included and stuff like that, I'm going to charge people because I'm getting my money back. <laughs> like one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make get a business out of back. something, right? I'm going to get a tour bus or something and I'm going to invite people and I'm going to charge them to come on this fucking trip. This is all I'm thinking, right? <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure I had a seat for me and my baby because I was like, I just told this story on the Sherry Shepard show and these tickets is available and I have I went to the Beehive thing through American Express. I got waitlisted. I went through my city card, got waitlisted. So I was like, this is my only opportunity. Fine. I'm gonna invest in this opportunity. Y'all had to see the confidence with which Javel had his laptop. Like, oh, I'm about to get yo, these tickets right now. Yo, I, if y'all y'all could y'all watching on Patreon, the minute them tickets dropped and they I seen I was looking for ways and they said city card, I said, that's the same card. That I paid that off. Paid. Yes, yes. I paid it off. I said, this is Redemption. a sign. This is a sign. Redemption. I got to get it. So I got on my computer. I was like. <laughs> he literally was like that. He was Kay like, was watch like, this. Kay was like, Kay was like, babe, you know, don't worry about no because I said, yo, don't tell me no stress. Yo, your man got you, yo. Didn't I say I got you? Don't I get shit done? Don't I get shit done? And she was just like, yeah, you get shit done, daddy. You get shit done. So I was like, I get shit done. And I put this stuff in and Bruh. I said, I'm going to get an email on Monday. They know who I am. I'm a city car holder for 15 years. I'm going to get these tickets. Period. Email comes on Monday. I seen the joint pop up with the Beyonce on the horse thing, all that. I said, okay, I got that email. (laughs) Open that bitch up. It said, you been waitlisted. I was like, these motherfuckers. (laughs) So all that happened to me twice. So now, Sad tells me he can get tickets. I go, boom, what I got to do? He said, you just got to put the money down for the box. And it's yours. Like You got the tickets for August. August 5th. FX Phil, August, August 5th, August right? 5th. I went so much as to scope out an Airbnb, book that joint, saying we're going to have a whole house Yo. party with whoever we invite to come Yo. along. We Listen. was prepared. We was prepared, right? It was going to be a moment, man. It was going to be a moment. I was making personalized Beyonce boxes for everyone in attendance. Yep. Yep. <sighs> you, she was she was like so focused. And I was, focused. I was excited to be able to... <laughs> have that full circle moment with you. So I was ready to like, I was going to do the, the beehive thing with her and do the, the dance. You were going to do the dance? Do, 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 do. I was going to do all of that. I was going to do everything, right? You were really going to do it? Yes. Because I had I, rehearsals scheduled too. Then I, you had rehearsals? I did. <laughs> I kid you not. She gets the call from Tyler and I'm like, dang, I got these tickets. It's 20000 So you know what? She can go with Tyler, watch it in Sweden. We're going to come back, make an experience of it for ourselves. While she's away, I get a call from Seth. Mm-hmm. And I see if Seth's calling. I don't know why he's calling. I said, I'll call him back. A couple of days go by, a couple of days go by. Kay finally comes back. She tells me everything is happening. And I say, let me call Seth back. Let me see, you know, why he called me. He calls me back. He goes, yo, we got a problem. What's the problem? FedEx Field is now saying that the tickets that they sold for the box for Beyonce 
is no longer going to be available, they're going to refund or they're going to allow people who already have the boxes to keep their boxes if they're willing to pay two times the price. I'm like, what? Bruh. What? Like, what kind of business is this? <laughs> and he was just like, this is the business of Beyonce. Everybody else is trying to make so much money off of Beyonce that they're doing all of this un... Like, this is, like, morally wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, we we booked these tickets months ago. What if we booked plane tickets, uh, Airbnbs? What Like, what if we had plans and now you're telling me you're just going to either refund me my money mm -hmm. or I got to pay two times more for the tickets? It was like some fine print or something in there that you have... Because that, that doesn't seem like it's even, like, ethically allowed. Like, is that even a thing? Can people do that? Uh, to be like honest, venues and stuff they like can that? because they're doing it. I mean, that's why NBC... Like, I'm uh, surprised they wouldn't have, like, lawsuits or, like, something because that's that's essentially um, not scalping, but that's, ticket like... Ticket gouging? Yeah, ticket, ticket gouging. gouging. Sounds like it to me, but I guess this is a private event. It's not a sporting event. They reserve the rights to... You know, do whatever mm. they want to do. I don't. I don't know what the, the legal thing is. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't look into it that much because you had already went to go see Beyonce. Right, right, right. So I was like, "Fuck FedEx Field. I'm not giving them no more of my money." <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? At first, I was trying to figure out a way, but I was, I was nah, like, "No." At that like, point, I said, "Babe, it's, it's all good." I mean, if we up. were to be blessed enough to stumble upon another opportunity where we can go and like, because I wanted also for us to make it an experience for some of our closest friends too. Right. You and I, you know, yeah, we can, been we can there for go. us for a long time. But I said, but it won't be at FedEx Field, though. No, I tell you that definitely won't go. We'll find somewhere else to go. Like. That pissed me off. Find somebody else to do it. Facts. Facts. They, when That's they wild. say you can't, ain't stopping me, them, them niggas stop me. <laughs> they sure. Because I ain't paying $40,000. I don't care how that close I am to that wild. damn fan. Ain't no and you way. wouldn't even have been close to the fan because, like, for example, in Stockholm, we were in a suite, but the suite is, of course, all the way at the very top. Yeah. And then we had access to the Ace of Spades platform, See, but I'm which assuming, was down low. But I'm assuming that's what it is. If it you buy a seat, you, yeah. it gives you access to, you know what I'm saying? You get right. VIP access to certain right, things. Right, right, right. That now, makes sense now. We're not going to be in the Beehive, but we'll be in that Ace of Spades lounge or some other lounge. Cause right. Just because you're in the, the suite don't mean you stay up there. You yeah. can still go down into the concert. Right, right, and right. That's, right. that's what I was I was hoping for. Yeah, but. right. And I was literally in a suite right next to Blue <laughs> and Rumi and Jay. So you felt like family. You felt it connected. Was it was family. It was giving family still vibes. It was giving auntie. Froze. It was. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> well, Beyonce was busy. It was her first show. I understand, sis. It was your first show. Lots of press. I know that we couldn't connect in that moment. Um, I'm going to let you rock. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand what it's like. You know what I'm saying? a lot going on you got a press room you know what you know back what? on tour i understand you're I an international pop star you I never understand said that. i am saying i can empathize with what i can Yo. imagine the pressure is like I, so it's all good the kids were good um let me tell you right now jay was cool you know down that was the <laughs> your mama miss miss tina was there in full effect on the ace of spades platform Yo, if you having let, a grand old time if you let k we tell were having story, a grand old man. time Kay went out with the family after dinner at the concert. She <laughs> no, helped tie Beyonce shoes. Listen, I, I just you hope untie Beyonce you helped tie shoes. Beyonce shoes after the show. Unzip the boot. <laughs> like, listen. She's like, girl, this leotard. Can you sit down this body suit for me? I got you, sis. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I hope to God that I am successful enough as an artist, as an actor, to have the type of fans <laughs> that Beyonce has okay. like that's I, I, I in yes. all honesty yo I hope people ride for me the way the beehive rides <laughs> for Beyonce well I ride for you baby because you you're an amazing me. 
There's a difference. See, there's a difference. You Why know do what I'm I always saying? set myself there's up? There's a difference. Lord. Beyonce was on the horse. Kadeen be in a leotard on me. <laughs> Glitter and everything. You know what I'm saying? Body suit. I'm in that hoe. <laughs> I be in that hoe. All the way in there. Four boys came out that hoe too. <laughs> so um, that's, uh, that's let's, a fact. Let's take a break. Nobody else, nobody else is coming out that hoe. But you're going to have that babe. And you know why it's going to be even greater? Right? Because you're just so relatable, so personable. You're just like a good dude. Mm, you're a bomb yeah. ass dude. Thanks, baby. I love I you. Love you know you. that? You're bomb. I yes. love you. And shout out to T-Peasy. T-Peasy made it happen for me too, man. T-Peasy, man. I T-Peasy. told T-Peasy, I said, look, yo, because of you, <laughs> I ain't had to do, do nothing on Mother's, Mother's Day. Day, yo. I texted him and said the same thing too. I was just like, when everybody asked me what I want for Mother's Day, nothing. Nothing. She didn't want nothing. I didn't want anything. All I did, all I wanted on Mother's Day was to sit at home with my husband, my mm. boys, mom and dad were here. Y'all grilled for me, made mm. dinner, made lunch. The kids were in the pool. It was the first official pool day of the year. Um, she split my American Express card in, in Sweden shopping. <clears throat> so don't forget that, though. For somebody who didn't want nothing, came back with a lot of bags. <laughs> oh, it's you, only because. You're looking around. It's only because I got some deals out there. And it's tax free, so I got the tax back. Tax is coming back to the card. So you know I'm, an, you know I'm a frugal shopper. Let me I'm going to find about, me a deal and I'm going to make y'all. it make sense. And I'm a ball on a budget. Period. Kadeem. Dead ass. Kadeem in will that be a couch, see a couch, right? And she'll buy a couch for $12,000. And I'll say, Kadeem, why you buy this $12,000 couch? It was on sale. It used to be $12,500. How could I beat that sale, the pal? <laughs> and I'll be like... And that be her face right there. <laughs> this demonic laugh. Right. But you be the same one throwing me over that couch. And I'm like, see, it's so comfy. It's the right height. You that's know, the just, leverage. It's that's, perfect. I'm glad you, that's all I looked at with That's all I be thinking about. As long as the couch is the right height. Mm-hmm. So that I could throw and you over that. And firmness to, you know, absorb the shock. Because <laughs> give. You know, that's enough give. This she's been this happy ever since she's been seeing Beyonce. Like, she's been so this ha- happy. This is a goofy ass episode. <laughs> I love that for us, and I love that for y'all who are listening. I do. And but what realistically, we need to do is- this is how happy she's been since she came home from <laughs> so seeing Beyonce. True. She walk around skipping, making lunches and dinners and shit. Skip us the break. Nig. Skip us the break. Nig. Let's go put some energy on these bills. In that hoe. We'll be back. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day. I mean, ultimately... You can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here, they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. That's right. So why wait? 
Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black Founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black Founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, near, the OG that I used for years has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay, it works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. All right, listen to letters. We are back, and I'm going to dive into this first one right here. Hi, Kadena Deval. I love y'all. Love you back. Man, I'm just so happy, y'all. Okay, go ahead. I just wanted to know, after being together for 20 years, how do you become so obsessed with each other? Ciao. I'm asking because my previous relationships never worked out, and during the relationship, I became tired of my partner. I guess because he was verbally and emotionally abusive. I think that'll do it for you. Um, there were le- there were legit be days where I did not want to be in his presence because it was that bad. I want marriage one day, but a part of me is scared. What if I get tired of my partner, vice versa? Any help would be appreciated. My 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 Man. my advice is never the advice people want to hear. What's that? Every time I give people this advice, men and women, they always get upset. But this is just a fact. What is it? Well, first of all, is make sure your kids don't be screaming in the background when you're trying to do a podcast. That's the first advice. <laughs> the the number of cameos that Coda's probably made. Um, y'all have to forgive us. You know, we working from home parents. Take our kids to work every day type shit. Yeah. This is always my advice, right? And it's contrary to what people are preaching, right? Okay. People always preach, accept me as I am. There's going to be change. There's going to be this and this. And you got to deal with me the wherever the way I am, right? Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. I honestly believe that Kadeem fell in love with me, lusted for me, 
and became infatuated with me a certain way. Mm -hmm. And that was when I was healthy, I was working out, I was doing everything. You know, I, I looked a certain way. I feel like it's my responsibility to continue to strive to be that version of myself, even through the change. Right. Okay. Of course, I'm getting older. My mind changes. The things I like change and stuff like that. But if there are things that I can control that you like, I want to keep myself that way. And I would want you to do the same thing. For example, mm -hmm. when you met me, I was a Division One elite athlete. Mm -hmm. So I was ripped. I had abs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I worked out a lot. I was, I was always motivated to do more. I want to always be that person no matter how old I get because I know that that's what intrigued you. Right. So not just right? the physical, but Not just, just the physical, the, yeah. but everything. everything. The fact that I'm yeah. always going to keep going. Like, even people say, like, why do you go so hard? I, I go so hard because that's who I was when my partner fell in love with me. That's who I was when I was trying to be the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. Just because I found someone doesn't mean that I stopped trying to be the best version because I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, my message to people is stop being comfortable. You meet someone, you fall in love, and you get comfortable, and you just say, they're going to accept me this way. I'm staying here. Mm -hmm. No. That person met you on a journey of you trying to be the best version. Mm -hmm. So you should continue to try to be the best version for that person throughout your life, not settling. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing I want for Kay, which mm -hmm. is why I think I'm still so infatuated with Kay. The last couple of months, I watched Kay say, you know what? You got a vasectomy. I don't have to have kids no more. I'm no longer worried about getting pregnant. I'm about to put everything I can into being the best version of myself. You work out more. You work out days I've never... There's been days where I was going to take a day off and I seen Kay walking on the treadmill and I was like, okay, I can't take a day off if she's working. Mm -hmm. You know and what I'm saying? Yeah. I've watched you just work to be... I've watched you jump into this laptop and focus on booking more deals and doing more content and just being the go-getter that you were when I met you when we yeah. were 18. You're right. That actually makes so much sense. That made me, that makes me just fall in, like, like keeps me, my fire going. Like, look at her go. Yeah. That's what it is. You're right. Because both of us, when we met, had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. You know, I had just won a pageant. You were just getting into football. At, in, in, well, you did it in high school, but you mm -hmm. just got a scholarship to Hofstra. Well, you walked on, you earned it. Mm -hmm. I loved from day one, the drive that you yep. had. And I think for me, um, to answer her question, were you done with your thoughts? Sorry. Oh I yeah, I'm, I'm done. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Um, for her to answer her question, like, what is it that keeps me like so? It's the it's the doing life with someone, mm -hmm. having set so many goals and yeah. and watching the dreams unfold and strategizing. There, there's a fun for me in yes. that and strategizing on yes. how we can actually achieve these things and the curiosity that also lingers when I think about who this man is becoming. Right. So the mm -hmm. growth, the growth and seeing him evolve in different phases of our life from being a husband to then being a father, seeing you as a father for me is probably some of the biggest turn ons, like when you don't even know, mm -hmm. because I'm just watching you in a different facet other than just being devout my friend or devout my partner or devout my lover. I'm seeing you as devout the father and how much you pour into our sons. And that in itself is exciting. So there's just all these moments of excitement over our life that I just can't wait to see what you're going to do next. Um. And that's just me you know, along for the ride with you, but also to being a spectator in a sense. Mm -hmm. That for mm -hmm. me is just like, it's everything. Her saying that she was emotionally and physically, uh, ver verbally well, and emotionally ab abused. Like, Regardless of what Yeah, that's that girl. That, yeah, that's exactly get, what it is. Like, at some point when someone's doing something to you that you don't want, you're going to yeah. get tired of it. So that, yeah. I wouldn't even consider that someone that you should try to keep the fire burning for. sure. For. You got to remove right. yourself from that situation. Right. But as far as keeping the fire going, 
you did bring up a good point about how we keep setting new goals for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And this is a goal I don't mind sharing with y'all. Having friends who are in a different point of life than you, who are doing better than you in those lives, it's always been informa- uh, inspiration for Kadeen and I. For example, and this is the truth, Kadeen's best friend, Tiffany, who took you to Beyonce the first time, mm-hmm. was married to one of my best friends, Stephen Bowen, mm-hmm. who played in the NFL and mm-hmm. was making $5 million a year as a defensive lineman for the Redskins. Mm-hmm. And us going to events and looking at their life mm-hmm. was inspirational for us. Yeah, And it, it made us get together in the car rides home coming from there million dollar mansion in Leesburg, Virginia and look at each other and be like, yo, we're going to get there. Yeah. And I think about it now, Tyler taking you on a private jet and then you coming back home and we're having these talks. We look at each other and we go, you're right. We're going to get there. It's like the same parallels there. You know, like Like we would leave our apartment in Brooklyn in Crown Heights with Jackson. He was a baby at the time. Yep. Didn't have Chiron Kaz yet. Jackson Mm -hmm. was maybe like two, three and we do road trips to visit them in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And we just pull up to the house and be like, oh. Yep. My, I remember the first time I pulled up Bro. to their house. And I was like, look at this look freaking at, yo, house. Yo. I mean, huge. It was like eight bedrooms. It was a huge, huge backyard, beautiful, everything. It was amazing. And then we would spend a weekend having a great time with our friends. And then we would drive back home and then, you know, turn the keys to the apartment and be like, damn, one day. Yeah, we, we, but, one but day. the thing is though, we would be with them and always talk business. Mm-hmm. Tiff, yeah. Bo was playing football, but Tiffany always had an entrepreneurial mindset. And yeah, she and I would always. sit down and talk about like, what would be next? Like, what are we doing mm-hmm. at the time? The next business. I was focused yeah. on TV film and Kadeem was doing makeup. So mm-hmm. she was starting Harlem, Harlem Hookah and uh, opening yeah. other businesses. Shout out to Harlem Hookah if y'all haven't been in Definitely. Harlem. Definitely. A staple in Harlem. Yeah. Um, Great finger foods and hookah and all that drinks. We used to go there, enjoy festivities, but it was the inspiration from Mm -hmm. seeing a lifestyle that you don't see growing up being from Brooklyn. Yeah. So I say all that to just be like, if you're with somebody and you want to figure out how to keep the fire burning, Mm -hmm. set goals with your partner, Mm -hmm. right? Once again, shameless plug, we over me. The, the main premise of We Over Me was the way it started was Kadeen said to me, what do you want to do with your life? I said I wanted to do that. Martin was on TV. She said, how are we going to get there? Mm-hmm. That gave us a common goal. And that always gave us something to work on. So even when we're at our worst or when we're like not feeling each other, mm-hmm. we would always sit down and be like, don't you want to be able to do this? We can do this. We could be in the middle of an argument and business comes around. We find a way to work together to make it work. And that's allowed us to continue to push through those rough times. Mm -hmm. And after a while, the rough times are fewer and smaller and farther Mm -hmm. in between. That's a fact. And that's just where we are now. And then it just becomes a testimony or added piece of the story of how you got here. And that makes the road so much sweeter like when I really think about it. Absolutely. Like in the, in those moments, a lot of the denies and the no's and everything, you, you question things like, mm-hmm. why am I even doing this? Or am I even on the right path? Or we yeah. should maybe not be, you know, thinking of these dreams that we had set out. Yeah. Right. And then it just makes sense. It just wasn't the right time or, you know, everything has to happen. Even some things that we have yeah. in the works now, I'm like, Deval, we weren't prepared for these things. If it, it would have happened if years happened ago. Then. Absolutely. Absolutely. So always trust God's timing. That's off topic, but on topic. Yes, period. ma'am. All right. Hope that helps you. Yes. You want to read this next one? This is yep. a little longer, but. Number two. 
Hey, Deval and Kadeen. First off, I love y'all and you guys are doing amazing. Thank you so much. Thank More you. wins for sure. Uh, speaking into existence. So I previously wrote to y'all, but this is an edit. I have been with my boyfriend for about six months now. I love you guys. I, I love this guy so much and he loves me. I can feel it and I know. Everything is going amazing. He supports me more than anyone ever has. We're literally each other's hype man. Know what that's like. Mm -hmm. He's 24 and I'm 20. We're currently both in school. He's in aviation and I'm studying for my bachelor's degree. Hopefully we're both done by this year. He wants us to get married by next year. I want that too. But I'm really conflicted because I feel financially he's not doing well. He pays his fees for school and other expenses. I'm accustomed to a certain way of life and I want him to be secured financially before marriage. I don't know if I'm being selfish, but he doesn't make an effort to spoil me with even the least amount of money. We split bills on almost everything, even the smallest things. Sometimes it's awkward that I'll want to pay everything, but I don't want to hurt his ego. He makes some slight jokes like, I'm rich and got money when I try to pay for some stuff for me or both of us. I see that as a red flag. I see a lot of potential in him. I want to stick around, but what if things keep going on this way even when he makes a lot of money one day? To be honest, I love seeing, I love, wait, to be honest, I see love as giving, but don't see him doing as much. What do y'all think about this? Thank you. Girl, he's 24, child. <laughs> he's 24. And she 20. And you're 20. Now, you might be spoiled by your parents, family, yeah. somebody else. You know, I don't know who you've been spoiled by in your 20 years of life. But 24, sis, if I looked at and judged DeVal yeah. on the, the number of the amount of money that he made at 24 and what, granted, I was doing and what he was doing and, and his mindset, like, granted, it was a little different for him because you did have your short stint in the NFL, but yeah. then lost everything. Mm -hmm. And we went back to being broke in Brooklyn mm -hmm. and having to rebuild. You cannot base your entire mm -hmm. idea of what life will be like with him at 24. Yeah. Are you in it to build with him or are you been in it to see what he can give? Now That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. So that that's they both in school. You guys are yeah, you guys he's are. He's not in even in his career like, yet. He girl, where is he supposed to be getting this money from? If he's trying to put himself through school and he's paying right. his school bills and whatnot, that's exactly what he should be doing. If he's paying his bills now, is it to avoid having debt later? Um, having to repay loans? Like, what does that look like? I think we need to practice a little patience here, give him a little grace. And DeVal has said time and time again on this podcast that men have it hard, particularly because at in their 20s, they don't have it all together. You can't mm -hmm. expect for anyone in their 20s, male or female, to have it all together. So I would say to you, sis, if you feel like there's a connection there, you guys love each other. It's very much giving DeVal and I when we were kids. Yeah. bro. And it was I a thing plans. where... If I had it, he, he had it, and vice versa. If he had, it, I mean, there were so many moments where it flip flopped. Can I just, I just, this is what I don't. And I didn't feel no kind of way about it. He's twenty four, she's twenty. They're both in school. When you were twenty, I was twenty. We were both in school. Mm -hmm. It never crossed my mind to be able to pay for things for you. I just didn't have it. I was no. in school, and you never asked me. If no. anything. We lived off of the stipend you got from your RA bonus yep. to get food. And when we when we went and to your restaurants meal plans. and my meal plan. Yeah. And the money I got from my dad, I got $100 a month. And my brother sent half of his Pell check. Mm -hmm. So it was $1,000 I got for the entire year, mm -hmm. which gave me an additional $100. So I got about $200 a month. That was like month. gas money. That was good. Yeah, gas money. Um, We would go to Fridays. I would put it on my credit card. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember this whole idea of who pays for what in our 20s. We were no. building. This generation is 
I don't get it, but it's all about what can I get? Who is paying for Who's what? Who's paying for what? Yes, a lot of that going on. I just on. don't get it. Like, I need all of this right now. Showing me means purchasing these things or giving me this lifestyle. I mean, it's unfortunate because I just look at, I, I know social media has a lot to do with it. We say it time and time again, like the standards that people have around what it looks like to be courted yeah. and wooed in this time is just very skewed. It is. It's very skewed. Like, it, I'm... What's crazy is she says, I want him to be financially responsible before we get married. Right. He pays for his school and stuff, but he doesn't splurge on me or he doesn't yeah. do anything special for me. I'm like, what if he's being responsible by saving whatever money he has so he can propose right. and buy a ring? Because she doesn't have to buy. You know what? I'm not even getting to this. I've said this so many times. Yeah. I feel like men are responsible to do all of these things. And if we have to do it on your time, when you get to sit back and say, well, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. My advice would be, sis, don't lose out on a potentially great man who you could build with far into your 20s and 30s and beyond because you're concerned about what he can do for you now in this moment. If he's a good person, if you guys are connected, Talk about if it. you love him, if Talk you see it. ambition and drive. Like, DeVal didn't have I had much. nothing. I had nothing in college, But he yo. had ambition. He had drive. He had charisma. I was like, oh, he's going to be like, we can do this together. Um, it wasn't about what he could have done for me in that moment. Not to not to cut you off, I wonder if we grew up in this generation, right. would we have made it? Because I had nothing. Right. And if your mindset was, I need to be with somebody right. who can do for me in my twenties, right? Because not for we wouldn't like, have made it. My parents, um, we didn't live a lavish lifestyle, but I was able to get yeah, more than what I needed. Everything. I got my what I wanted. Too. My I was able yeah. to do extra. So I came into it thinking like, okay, well, my mom and yeah. dad can do it for me. But it never crossed my mind like, oh, well, my mom and dad were able to do all these things for me. So therefore you at 20, at 20 should be doing the same for crazy. me. crazy. Yeah. That's I, I, that's crazy. I, I'm going to pray for you. It sounds like y'all have a great relationship yeah. and i hope that you put the basis of your relationship on what you guys are building now mm -hmm. and not on who pays for what in what time yeah and that because, keeping tabs thing too yeah that's like, that's rough yeah and it's a lot of pressure to put on anybody in their 20s male or female like that's a lot so just some food for thoughts is you know yeah some food for thought yeah all right, y'all. If you want to be featured as a listener letter please email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com that's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. That's right. Because why? These motherfuckers ain't stopping you. These motherfuckers ain't stopping you. Mm, dead ass. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had a moment, y'all. Came back to me. I was like, moment of truth time. What's Here's my, my moment, moment of truth. truth. You got your, you I got my moment you of truth. Okay, yes, I got go my ahead then. Uh, my moment of truth, first of all, is fuck FedEx Field. Okay? <laughs> That's number one. That's first my moment and foremost. of truth. Okay, I ain't never been a Redskins fan. Um, well, now a Commanders fan. Uh, shout out to my boy Bo. I know you played for them. Hatch, I know you played for them. My boy Bake, I know you played for them. You know, I love y'all, but fuck FedEx Field. That's my moment <laughs> of truth, number one. Number two, I've realized that being a fan of someone who is great, mm -hmm. right, also gives you inspiration to be great in your own right. Oh, my goodness. When yes, I look at how way. much... Beyonce made you smile. Going mm -hmm. to the event made you smile. It inspired me to work harder to be able to create the type of lifestyle that you can do that all the time. You stole my shit. And then I got, I stole you it. Stole see? You stole my shit. You see, I stole it because we be on the same thing. You see, we be on the same time. Because it's about the bigger picture here. Yes, it's, it's always about yeah, the bigger sorry, picture. Yeah, sorry, but go ahead. I look at where we was then and how it inspired us to get here. 
Mm-hmm. Now I look at where we are now and how it's inspiring us to go further. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I know that people say that we are inspiration for them. Mm-hmm. And I hope when they listen to this, they realize that you are inspired by people who is continuously looking for inspiration from others. A fact. And some, and, and the funny thing is the inspiration isn't Beyonce. Mm-hmm. The inspiration was Tiff and Steve at that time. Mm-hmm. The inspiration is now Tyler. Mm-hmm. And the inspiration is also Beyonce for you because it's like I get to see someone who is doing something great. And it's like, wow, if she can go out there and be brave and do her things great, and these other people who are bringing me to these things are inspiring me to live a lifestyle to be great, I can do that too. Absolutely. So that's my moment of truth is continuous, continuously be inspired. Find people who inspire you, mm-hmm. work to be in their presence, and work to be who they are in those moments so that mm-hmm. you can continue to ascend in life. That's great. Yeah, I was going to say, it's funny because it was kind of overlapping with your idea of that, but... I was going to say as my moment of truth that it's bigger than Beyonce, right? It's Mm -hmm. bigger than just seeing her in concert, you know, meeting her the couple of times that Mm -hmm. I did in passing. For me, it was what I took away from that moment. Having that experience with Tyler and some Mm -hmm. friends, it just made me so invigorated to come back Mm -hmm. and find ways to be able to do that for me and my friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I want to be able yeah. to do that and Absolutely. share yeah. these experiences with the people who I love yeah. um, and be an inspiration to other people the way they inspire me. Mm-hmm. So it's bigger than going to Sweden on a private I jet. It's bigger than seeing Beyonce perform. It's bigger than all of that. Yeah. It's ultimately boiling down to surrounding yourself with people who are doing better than you, who are smarter than you and not looking at that as a failure yeah. because you're not there yet. But yet. just find yet, yet, just finding ways to get there. Because since that trip, mm-hmm. since TP's opening of the studio, there's been so many moments where you and I were just like, "Yo, this is this is feasible. This is feasible. We see this it. This is feasible. We see it. Like we can do this. You know. So if there's nothing else that I took away from this entire experience is that I can do it. Mm-hmm. We can do it. And I love that I have a partner I can do it with. So let's get it. Let's do it, baby. All right, y'all. Be sure to find us on Patreon if you're not yet, because baby, like an episode like this is funny. Like, y'all can listen to it and it's funny, but you got to get like the full effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the facial yes. expressions, the camera work, all that stuff. So yes. Patreon gang, if you have not signed up yet, be sure to do that so you can get exclusive Deadass Podcast video content and follow us on social media, Deadass the Podcast. You can find me at Kadeen I Am. And I am Devout. And if you're listening at Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate review and subscribe dead ass dead ass is a production of iHeartMedia podcast network and is produced by denora pena and tribble follow the podcast on social media at dead ass the podcast and never miss a thing this show is sponsored by better help it's a simple truth No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. 
O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.